0: I'll tell a tale. Well Good day, everybody. Tell, 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 Welcome Back to, bees, to another allora, World, week of our daily hell, podcast. Yeah, Pastor Tim Carson with Christian to shaints, thrill, Center Sh Report. We're going to break down a prophetic word that Chuck Pierce gave. I was at a meeting that about a week or so ago. But it's really applicable. i just going to add what the Lord has shown us. With that, so let's listen in and prepare for what's coming next season. Hanukkah is coming. say name trade don't do just, d- d- just d- 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 want wall- to Thought, are they for real? Real, real, real. Those Maccabees, they never yield, 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 yield. They ahead the with sword and shield, 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 well, shield. I think that's yeah, where we should yeah, be. I love this song. It's a Hanukkah song. And Hanukkah is not this week, but next. But we want to start preparing your hearts for the festival of lights. It's the only festival, the feast, that we see in the New Testament that Jesus would have, he went to the other feast, but it's a feast that's not in the Old Testament. But a New Testament feast that Jesus was a part of, John chapter 10, said it's called the Feast of Dedication or the Lights of Dedication. Speaking of the story of the Maccabees, a, a warrior group of people that rose up to destroy what had happened. The, the Hellenistic Jews and the Greeks had begun to defile the temple and begin to defile the synagogues and begin to bring false gods in. And they rose up with shield, like the song says there, and they overthrew them. And that's the miracle, the eight nights, the candles. And we'll tell that more next week as we start moving into this this wonderful feast. I love that feast. Uh, It's not one of the seven major feasts, but it is a feast nonetheless that is a celebration I think is applicable to today. Because I think we need to be those Maccabees that are fighting and in this battle. So, well, it's Monday. It's 27th day of November. We're going to turn the calendar here later this week keep praying for Israel. Keep praying for the wisdom uh, as they go through this process, as you're watching the hostages being released and the pressure from the world to keep the ceasefire going so that more hostages can get out. You got to understand this is a realignment for Hamas. I mean, I, you want the, the hostages out, there's no doubt, but also this is a rearming, a refocusing. They catch their breath and start planning new strategies. Of how they're going to attack Israel and escape. Many of them will try to escape through whatever form they can get out of Gaza and then try to come back another day. You remember, I've said, there, shared this with you, I don't know how much, many, but about a third of the leaders or more of Hamas aren't even in Gaza. They live in other countries' palatial homes and lifestyles uh, as they've robbed the people of the resources that the nations have sent and become billionaires, not million, billionaires, uh, because of the monies sent from Europe and America and uh, other nations to supply supposedly humanitarian needs for the Palestinians, but these guys rob them and take it for themselves. So it's sad, just a sad, sad story. Uh, we celebrate also those that are getting born again. There's, uh, we had prophesied uh, dreams. The Lord told me, uh, showed me that dreams would come to people in Israel, both Arab and Jew, and it's happening. People are getting born again, and there's many testimonies out there about that. So let's just make sure we keep that a prayer focus. Well, I want to spend probably—I won't, probably won't won't finish. Probably, I might finish today. But uh, I was at a meeting uh, with uh, a group of people I'm worth, I work with, uh, called the Josiah Company. We really believe the spirit of Josiah must come in the earth for this such time as this. The wickedness of Israel was so bad— At the time that Joshua, uh, uh, Josiah, I should say, came on the scene, you know, he was a young boy, but God wanted transformation, idolatry, everything in the land was wicked. And it was like, if God didn't show up, what was going to happen? You know, they were going to go into utter disarray and probably be wiped out. And yet God sends a savior in a sense, not the savior, a savior, a type of Christ, Josiah, a young man, eight a new beginnings and uh, he's eight years old and he starts and then he rises up and destroys all the idols and cleanses the land. And really Israel experienced what we would call a revival, uh, returning to its roots, the the reading of the the word and walking in the ways of God. It was exciting. Now we know they failed later and that's when we later see, you know, the Maccabees come along or the, or Christ come. God always sends somebody to, to rescue them. And right now we need a rescuer. We need the Lord to come again and to raise up leaders. And so as we go forward with this, I want to say this, we're being audited and I'll get to that. Uh, Chuck had a vision. This is mainly for America, but I think it's, it is applicable to everybody in the world. He saw a, a map of America. He saw a four angels, large, uh, Angels—I don't know if they're arch- archangels or what—but he saw them on the north, south, east, and west of America, and then he saw fifty-one angels encircling the nation, including Hawaii, Alaska, and Puerto Rico. Now, Puerto Rico is not a state, but it's an entity of of America. But anyway, he saw that, and the Lord said to him, they has, these angels have been to—they've been sent to audit the states." to see which ones are covenant states. Okay. If the Lord's doing that in America, he's doing it in the nations as well. I believe that. I believe God is auditing. That's the whole issue of sheep and goats. Right now, we've been warning of that. We're beginning to see that. I'm shocked at the people uh, that I'm meeting and hearing from that are not aligning with the scripture, not aligning with God concerning his covenant promise. To the land of israel and to the purposes of his covenant in the the land and i'm just shocked Uh, i knew we were at a moment of dividing i saw the kindness and severity of god coming i saw the sword hit the ground i had a vision of that and now the audit has begun worldwide and God is auditing hearts of people to see which side you're on. Are you on the side of the Lord? Are you on your own side, your own opinion? On my Yom Kippur word I got, the Lord told me that do, do not make choices out of your own opinion. You'll get caught in the crossfire. But to be on the side of the Lord, what side he says he's on is all that matters and we have to be and we have to posture ourselves right there. I think all of us are having our own hearts audited by the Lord. What is an audit, if you don't know that term? You know, an audit is when you can hire a CPA to audit your business. You can audit your own finances. They, they go in and they look and see if there's any area that you're not doing properly, errors you're forgetting, you're missing, maybe errors that are benefiting you and you're not taking advantage of it. That, that can be part of an audit, but it kind of just lets you know, Hey, I'm doing everything right. Everything's kosher. <laughs> and if I'm not, then I correct it. That's kind of what an audit is. Now, when the tax people come in and audit, they're trying to see if you've not been paying all your taxes, they're not really there to help you. Um, see if you've been missing anything, that's really not their heart. And I think the God we serve will measure both. Because when you look at the seven churches, in a sense, each church, seven church, was audited by the Lord. And he said he would tell them, this you're doing right. But he said, this I have against you. So that's a good audit. You do not be afraid to let the Lord search for that. Wouldn't it be foolish of you to not allow that to happen? And then you think you're good and you're not. And then when the shaking comes, the things that you thought you could hold on to get shaken away from you. Better to know what can be shaken rather than wait for the shaking to find that out. Okay, that's why you do that. So don't be for David said, search my heart. That's an audit. Is there any wicked way in me? Let me know, Lord, if there's anything in there. Okay, this is where we are. So there's an angelic realm that's being sent right now I think worldwide, Uh, I mean, obviously he had it for our nation, Chuck Pierce did, but I believe it's being sent to see where we are. And I think the whole standard of Israel, where do you stand? Do you stand with Hamas? Do you stand with uh, this narrative that says that land belongs to another people, Uh, that it belongs to the, you know, the Arab people or the Palestinian people. Isn't that funny? There's people in the church that are declaring that. I mean, literally, many in the Catholic church are declaring that. I listened to a priest. Somebody sent me an audio of a priest who declared that, that there's a Palestinian state. They did say that Israel has a right to exist and have its own country, but there's this whole narrative out there that they have a right to their own state. And that, that's a, that's a whole thing that Now you have the church espousing something and dividing the land. And Joel 3 says, this I have against you. If you divide my land, I'll come against you. So you're actually speaking judgment on your own life, your own family, your own issues when you come into alignment with that false narrative. And that's an audit. God is auditing. So even though it may be difficult for some of these people, I think it's the grace of God right now to reveal where you stand and to have good, healthy conversations and challenges in your life. I mean, some of the points that the people who don't believe Israel has a right to land that I'm listening to or hearing from, uh, there's some valid points they make that I think we need to adjust in our belief, in our statements of why we, we believe what we believe. That's why I keep telling you to use the term covenant Israel, because a lot of times evangelicals, they're thinking about political Israel. And, the, you know, the government that's there now, that's what we're fighting. No, we're fighting for God's government in the land. Yes, there'll be a natural government that will steward that. But I'm not here to say that God wants to give the land to a political entity. He wants to give it to his people and for his purposes. And yes, there'll be a government that'll be a part of it, but it'll be under the covenant of the Lord. Okay, make sure I, I make that very clear. So here we are, we're in Auditon, and this Josiah company that we are part of, if you're interested in it, um, I know in the nations it probably wouldn't work for you, but we do a daily prayer call, it's claynash.org, uh, my friend Clay uh, started this ministry, I'm, a, I'm one of the hosts, so we pray daily at 2.22 Eastern time, every day, 2.22 in the afternoon, and that aligns with Isaiah 22.22, 22, the doors that opens. God God opens, no man will shut. But we pray each day for America. That's mainly for America. That's what we're praying for. So, if you're in America, uh, I encourage you if you got time to do that. We do Tuesday nights also at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, that's my little advertisement in the middle of the podcast. But the Josiah Company, and and I think this is where we have to be. And and Chuck Pierce said this to us. He he made a statement that. Every generation must have leaders that are willing to war and model deliverance for the future. And that's what a Josiah company will do. The Lord gave me the word and you've heard me say it, that this is a season. I don't know how long ago he gave me this word, uh, quite a few years ago that all the babies being born are war babies. That's the next generation. And every generation has to have leaders that are willing to war and model deliverance for the future. And we're trying to be that, and we're trying to raise you up to be that, that generational leader. No, I don't have a church. I don't have a ministry. Yes, you do. Every, you are the church, number one. But two, everybody you have a sphere of influence with, you can lead. And to, to war for their families, war for their nation, war for their cities, whatever they're believing for, be a leader and, and encourage them to fight. We are in a war. We're in a decade of war. Um, I don't like the decade. I think we're three or four years into it, but we are in a decade. Uh, we're four years into it, uh, six year, more years of, of high level spiritual warfare. Well, we're always in warfare. Yes, we are. But this is a new level, the manifestations are in the earth right now, Israel, Ukraine, Russia, uh, you know, that whole battle. That's a picture of that. But I, I believe we were born for this time. Uh, I heard a minister prophesy recently. I don't know him. I was watching it, but there was some weight on it. He felt like the Lord showed him that when this coming war, this pressure comes, that there will be ministries that will literally shut down because they weren't ready to war. They weren't ready to handle what was coming and didn't want to. And, and I, when he said it, I just there was some real weight on that. I don't want that for anybody. We need everybody in the, in the, the, the army right now. And we need people that are in the enemy's camp to cross over, get saved, get born again, get delivered, and become part of the army of God. And so I'm going to just close this. I'll pick up here tomorrow about this auditing word. But we're going to ask that you be part of the generation that's willing to war and demonstrate and show what it means to have deliverance from our false beliefs, from what we, sh- what we should be believing and we're not and bring deliverance to a whole generation. Not just young people. Look, it can be for anybody. Josiah was one, yes, but Joshua and Caleb brothers, they were deliverers. Well, they warred for a whole generation to walk in the inheritance that God had given. Be those ones. Father, I pray for everybody listening today that they would be those leaders. That They would arise in this hour and fight the good fight and demonstrate, Lord, what it means to bring deliverance for the future so the next generation can walk in the fullness of all that you have for them. In the name of Yeshua, amen. All right, come back tomorrow. Well, again, thank you for being with us each and every day. We're releasing the prophetic mandates we have been given by the Lord, also prophetic insights for the days ahead. We do many things on our website as well as our app, and we do live streams where we do prophetic flexes, and we do cleansing fire nights where we bring deliverance and healing. We do these online, and you can register for them on our app. So go to Christian Center Streetport on your app store and download it and follow us there. You can also give there. God bless you. We'll talk to you tomorrow.